Welcome to the Growing Food and Feeding People podcast. Whether you're a backyard gardener, a market gardener, or a small-scale farmer just starting out or a seasoned grower, this show is for you. Join us as we share tips and tricks, tactics and hacks to growing food for yourself, your family, and your community, as well as sharing stories here from the field and other growers and farmers making a difference in their local food webs. My name is Cody, and I will be your host, so let's get growing. All right, welcome back to the Growing Food and Feeding People podcast. This is actually a special Wednesday edition. If you hadn't noticed, we didn't get one out on on Monday. That is because I was busy editing. I was not only busy editing video on Monday, I was busy editing video on Sunday. Tried on Saturday with no luck. I had actually started editing the video last week, uh, Tuesday. <laughs> that was our... Companion Planning for Better Soil YouTube video had some massive technical difficulties. So, I wanted to make sure I still got two episodes out for you guys this week. So, I am in the studio. It is Wednesday, and we are going to try to get this one out, edited, and to you yet today. So, we can be on track uh, with another episode coming out on Friday. So, today we are actually going to jump into the next episode in our series, All About Companion Planting. And this episode is all about companion planting with flowers in the vegetable garden. Now I know in some of the past episodes we've mentioned certain flowers like the marigolds, of course. But today I'm actually going to give you a comprehensive list and breakdown 10 flowers that every vegetable garden should be utilizing and implementing in their companion planting plan. But I don't know, if you're anything like me, you may have grown tired of seeing just plain old vegetables in your garden. Now, don't get me wrong, with the right design, the vegetables can look pretty awesome too. But, what if I told you that adding just a splash of color could actually be the secret to a better harvest? So today we're going to dive deep into the world of companion planting with flowers in the vegetable garden. So, if you're looking to spice up your garden get the most out of your harvest, you are in the right place. So here are the 10 flowers that every gardener should consider incorporating into their veggie garden. Number one on the list, and I'm going to say it's just plain out number one. One we've talked about, one I've had in almost every companion planting video, if not every, and that is the marigold. Now these vibrant orange and yellow flowers are well known for their ability to repel pests, which we've talked about, such as the aphids and even the nematodes down deep in the soil trying to nibble away at your tomato plants, but they also attract pollinators, which is a huge benefit, and beneficial insects such as your ladybugs. So marigolds, hands down, are a must in any vegetable garden. Number two on the list, and I would say a real close second behind the marigolds, is actually your nasturtiums. Now these edible flowers come in shades of red, orange, and yellow, and are great for planting near your squash, cucumbers, and melons. They act as a trap crop, which we've talked about, drawing the aphids and other pests away from your vegetables. So if you're thinking trap crop, and you're thinking edible flower, don't have to think any further than nasturtiums. Number three on the list is your calendula. Now these bright, cheerful flowers attract pollinators as well, and are great for planting near your tomato plants. They also have a natural anti-inflammatory properties and can be harvested for medicinal use. Now, I'm not a doctor. However, I would encourage you to do your research on calendula. And of course, I am just a huge fan of any of the flowers that attract the pollinators. Now, number four on the list, and again, these are really known in no particular order other than the marigolds, 
But number four is our zinnias. Now these are beautiful flowers that come in a wide range of colors and can also attract your pollinators such as your butterflies and your bees. They also help repel certain pests such as your cucumber beetles. So a great one to plant near your cucumbers. Now moving right along to number five on the list and that's cosmos. Now these are daisy-like flowers that attract beneficial insects such as your hoverflies and your parasitic wasps which can help control your aphids and your other pests. So they're a great one when you're thinking, how do I attract beneficial insects? They also add a touch of pink, white, and red to your garden, so a nice little splash of color as well. Now number six on the list, and definitely a favorite of mine, is the sunflowers. Now these are obviously iconic flowers that are great for planting near your vegetable patch. They can provide shade as well as support for some of your plants. So if you're thinking you need structure to trellis some of your climbing plants, say your pole beans, sunflowers are great for that. But they also, in my opinion, one of the best benefits is they, they also attract the pollinators as well as the beneficial insects. And of course, who doesn't like eating sunflower seeds? <laughs> sunflowers are cool as well because they actually come in all shapes and sizes. So, so I definitely recommend adding some sunflowers to your garden if you haven't. Number seven on the list, and I know this one's made at least one of my other lists, is borage. Now borage has delicate blue flowers that can be planted near your tomatoes, your cucumbers, and your strawberries to help attract bees for pollinations. So another pollinator attractor. These flowers and leaves are also edible, could also be used in salads or as a garnish. So borage is another great one to have in your garden. Now number eight on the list, is chamomile. Now these daisy-like flowers can attract beneficial insects to your garden and they also have natural antifungal properties. And on top of that the flowers can be harvested and used to make calming tea. I'm sure we've all heard of chamomile tea. Great one for in the evening. Now number nine on the list is lavender. Now this is a fragrant purple flower that can be planted near your brassicas, such as your broccoli and your cauliflower, to repel certain pests. Now the flowers can also be used for culinary purposes, such as in baking or to make tea. I've also known people to use lavender in making soap as well. So lavender is another good one to have grown in the garden. And number 10, last but not least on the list, is violas. Now these colorful flowers come in a variety of shades and can be planted near your lettuce and other greens. The flowers and leaves are both edible and can add a pop of color to salads and other dishes. Now by incorporating these edible flowers into your garden, you can not only add beauty and diversity, but also reap the benefits of their natural pest repelling and pollinator attracting properties. And I hope you guys are starting to see through this series all of the different ways or strategies you can actually use some of the different veggie plants and herbs and flowers in your companion planting plan to complement everything else around it and ultimately to grow more food and feed more people right that's what it's all about so if you are looking for a list of flowers to companion plant amongst your vegetable garden there's a great list of 10 flowers how to use them what to companion plant them with what they're good for so hopefully that was helpful as always Hopefully you've got some value out of that. It looks like the weather's starting to turn for us. We should be able to get back out in the garden this week. Man, we had another short little cold spell, but it looks like it's going to be nice. So speaking of that, why did the lettuce win the race? Because it was ahead. <laughs> you 
thought I wasn't going to slip those in anymore. <laughs> All right, guys, I really hope you are getting some value out of this. As always, if you are, please do me a favor, rate and review the podcast wherever you're listening to it. If it's on the YouTube podcast, do me a favor, give us a thumbs up, share it with three of your friends. So make sure you get out in the garden, get your hands dirty, make somebody smile, and we'll see you on Friday. <laughs>